you edited the first episode yet? No, I wanted I wanted to wait until <laughs> no. we had at least two. Just, That's a good idea. Just in case we decided it was trash <laughs> and never wanted to do this again. I wasn't going to spend hours of my life working on the first one, <laughs> only for everyone to be like, oh, let's never do this again. to Catching Up David, a podcast about how I don't know anything fun. So tonight we're talking about Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde was released in 2001 and is based on a novel of the same name, which I didn't realize, but there's a book. It says right on the intro. Like, Does it? Yeah, in the opening montage. I it did says not based pay off attention the book. to that. I... Well, it does. Okay. Okay. All right. Just... We'll cut this then. <laughs> Based on the novel of the same I'm name. Sorry. That Hallie knows. <laughs> I've never Apparently. read it. I just know it exists, so that's important to me. <laughs> Apparently all of us should have <laughs> we watched the movie at least once. And it okay, so it stars Reese Witherspoon, Luke Wilson, Salma Blair, Matthew Davis, Victor Garber, and Jennifer Coolidge. I think I'd heard of Luke Wilson before, and I thought I knew who Selma Blair was. But it turned out I was thinking of Ariana Grande, <laughs> who isn't even remotely the same person and probably wasn't even born when this movie no, came out. She was. Out. She would have been like seven. She's like, my, when is Ariana Grande's birthday? Did you I not know. know Reese? Reese Witherspoon? I did. I I had heard of the name. Okay. But like, I couldn't put a face to it. I don't know. Not the last person you said. The two people before that don't know who they are. Victor Garber and Matthew Davis? Yeah, who are they? One of them is Warner, I think. Oh, and wait. Is he Victor? You just guessed both of them. <laughs> so now you're covered. Matthew. You can't do that. I'm ready. I'm safe. Anyways, I don't even think I know who Luke Wilson is, but it was a name that I recognized from somewhere. Also, Wikipedia claims the title is a pun on Legally Blind, which I never would have come up with in a million years because it's a bad pun. It is, and that is the fun fact. Oh, that's right. I mentioned that to you. You did. I also mentioned the Dick Kristen. Yeah, and I was like, no, oh. it is not. I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked, and I had to text both of you okay. to see. Because I thought I it was... I too fast. You <laughs> knew one. I thought it was probably just me, and then no, it, it wasn't. I don't get it. Like, I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah. Like, why would you... I, yeah, it's a thing, it's, an, it, it's not a strong enough phrase on its own. That wordplay of it is right. instantly recognizable. Right. So, it doesn't even like. And it's not relevant. It's not relevant. It, it's like she's so blonde, she's like legally incapacitated <laughs> somehow, which is like the opposite of Elle's character. Yeah. And I hate it. I don't like it. It's bad. It's bad. I, I don't know what legally blonde would mean otherwise if it wasn't a pun. Like once I like, oh, I I get it. I've never but really. Then I, thought about the title i just liked it i don't know yeah. but it's one of those like... things that when i was little it was ju it just was a thing so i didn't yeah. think about it i didn't think about and it until either. you mentioned it i was like huh 
I guess titles have to come from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't just pull it out of thin air. Which they... is what I felt they had done. It felt like a shower phrase to me. Someone was like, this sounds pretty cool. Let's use it as the title. Legally Blonde. Especially if yeah. the book is also called Legally Blonde. Yeah. We just call it whenever the book is called Legally Blonde. Yes. You know we that for a fact. You said that, you said that very, very certainly. I don't know. Things don't usually keep the book titles. Sometimes. The book... Um, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Great title for the movie. They just made it Love Simon. It mm. is called Legally Blonde. I was right. Great. But you weren't positive about it. So. One, but you know, the one point know for Hallie. A book. I did know two facts. That's true. You're We're tied, tied. now. <laughs> so I also wanted to give a plot summary, just in case you haven't seen it, which is unlikely because I'm <laughs> I was probably the only person who hasn't seen this movie. But in case it's been a while, um, Elwood's college senior, fashion merchandising major, vegetarian Gemini, president of her sorority, goes on the big date with her boyfriend, Warner Sunglasses in the Dark. <laughs> Everyone is convinced he's going to propose, but instead he dumps her, saying that he needs a more serious woman in his life because he's going to run for the Senate or something. His, his, his whole family is senators. He's going to be a senator by the time he's 30. Yeah, yeah. 30. Yeah. I stopped at 30. <laughs> you said 35. I said 35. Because later at the end, Elle says she's going to be the partner at a law firm by the time she's 30. Yeah. And needs a boyfriend who isn't a total bonehead. Yeah. I watched it again last night. I didn't just like, <laughs> it hasn't been two weeks. I did some more. It wasn't even I did for some more. this. You were just like, good movie pop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, I actually, I watched it on my treadmill nice. <laughs> to, to channel <laughs> My my L. my full well, L woods. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> taking taking notes on my trip. No. <laughs> yeah. Which is L woods. Yeah, L-Woods exactly. Um, so, anyways, uh, Warner dumps her. L is crushed, but also determined, and decides that the way to get the love of her life back is to show him how serious she can be by getting accepted to Harvard Law, which is also where Warner is going. Um, an inspiring montage later, she aces the LSAT and follows Warner to Harvard where she discovers that he's gotten engaged over the summer to Vivian, who instantly hates her. It takes a while for her to adjust. There's a murder. She winds up in charge of the case. Most men are trash. Legally blonde. Yeah, there you go. Um, Also, there's a B-plot involving her um, manicurist and the post office guy. The mailman is what they usually call them. The UPS UPS guy, guy. who has no name. Just Just UPS UPS guy. I feel like it begins with an M. No, it starts with a U, I think. You think you're funny? (laughs) No, I think he gets his name. He gets his name, finally. (laughs) In the second movie, I think. Oh, okay. We're not talking about the second movie. Well, it's a fact that I maybe know (laughs) that you don't. I get a third of a point. His name maybe starts with an N. If he gets it in the second movie that we aren't (laughs) discussing. (laughs) <laughs> I was specifically told not to watch because it was like just fine. So seeing it for the first time, I was thinking about it. I think part of the reason I never saw it in the past had to do with the marketing of it. The tagline from the DVD, which Kristen helpfully brought. Yes, I did. Is boldly going. <laughs> the tagline from the DVD is boldly going where no blonde has gone, which is like the same like blondes are stupid and couldn't possibly make it to Harvard joke. Yeah, um, it's not great. Yeah, which though apparently I was in my research, the movie has like six different taglines, including Is it really? yeah, including. That's the one I knew because he 
that there were facts. I told you before Hallie got here. Including, meet Elle Woods. She's a lawyer with a heart of gold, dot, 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 and a mane to match. Okay. Pretty yeah, she tells me like, nothing about anything, but sure. Yeah, like, I don't like when people use mane to describe human hair. <laughs> I feel like that is one of those, like, strictly for horses things. And it's not, but it should be. Mm. Yeah, it's not, mm-hmm. not great. I mean, it does, it does sort of focus on her characteristics as opposed to just her hair, which... Uh, for instance, the next one, blondes do have more fun. Do being in all capital. That was a tagline for the movie. Oh, I mean, but the point, but like, she, she does, does have fun. More but fun. she's not, <laughs> but she's not like, I'm going to have a great time. She's like, I'm going to go to Harvard to win back my stupid ex. She yeah. probably she, has fun, like, along the way, that- but... Sounds like the tagline of a, mo- of a movie where the protagonist like teaches everyone else how to like let loose and have fun, yeah. rather than Elle learning her own lessons. Or someone who like buys a blonde wig and is like, "I'm gonna be a different person for a day." And then blondes mm. do have more fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah zero to ten. Like yeah, it's not great. Uh, don't judge a book by its hair color. Well, I can't. Books don't they don't have usually hair. have those. Next tagline. <laughs> and. Believing in yourself never goes out of style. I guess. It just seems like something you would find on like a poster in like a fourth grade classroom. And like, believing in yourself never goes out of they're style. They're not great. None it's of, said none by of like them a are cartoon that good. pencil. No. Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not good. Um, and they also, they made the movie feel to me like it was just going to be I don't know, goofier than it is. Mm-hmm. Or like, like it was like a farce, kind of. Like, yeah. here's this very ditzy, frivolous person who winds up at Harvard through some comic fluke, which isn't, like, a plot description that interests me. Right. So, I mean, like, definitely when I was younger, like, my movie tastes were a lot more gendered. I was probably watching, like, The Boondock Saints or something in 2001, <laughs> which is just, like, one of those movies that's, like, shooting people looks so cool. Yeah. Fun <laughs> times. Yeah. yeah. A lot of men haven't seen Legally Blonde. And they should. They should. Probably it's a great should. movie. Um, it is a great movie. I could not find a name for the UPS guy. Point for Hallie. No. I just <laughs> lose my third point. me a point. <laughs> that is the new rule I haven't stated. So he doesn't have a name? It just wasn't on IMDb. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's true. I'm sure there's some fan fiction that has given him a proper name. No, I feel like if anything, fan fiction is more likely to just roll with him being UPS guy. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there was like, he looks like an Ethan. Yeah. When people just if you were to give him a name, him. what would it be? Something with an N. Hmm. He looks like a Jack. No. Yeah, he could be a Jack. No. He yeah. looks like a Mark. You're just saying an M name. No, he, he looks like, like a Mark. He looks... Like Way more like a Jack than a Mark. No, he does not. The Jack I know is my friend's younger brother, who <laughs> is 18 and blonde and, like, doesn't talk. Okay. Well, let's all go that's by your good. definition of Jack. As we all should. No. Name is Mark. Jack, Jack, I think, is the winner. Anyways, yeah, so it, it was funny, like, thinking of how I would imagine Legally Blonde was, or, like, how I imagined it before I saw it. Mm-hmm. And then watching it and realizing that it was basically like 
the perspective of all the haters when she first shows up at Harvard yeah. and they see her with a bruiser yeah. and they're like, it's like, she doesn't belong here. Like it's, you know, there's a some sort of like, color that's, in her wardrobe. that's not serious at all. Giving her chihuahua water. How dare she? <laughs> From her like collapsible water yeah. dish. Yeah. Eco-friendly. Eco-friendly. Classic L. Yeah. I thought it was strange too, that the marketing of the movie plays into that wrong interpretation. Yeah. That like, like, almost as if the taglines were written by men who, like me, had never seen the movie before. That may very well be the case. Yeah. The, the um, women in the room tried to be like, actually, no, and they're like, quiet, we're rolling with it. It's them. actually, like, the trailer. Have you seen the trailer? No, actually. We could pause and watch the trailer. Let's do it. Pause and watch the trailer. Okay, we're back. We watched the trailer. <laughs> Now say the things that you were saying while I wasn't recording. <laughs> well, first of all, it's basically just the movie. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a short two-minute version of the movie. whole plot. It's like that movie coming out that's about a dog that I think they tell you the whole story because yeah. they're trying to tell you it has a happy ending. It's fine. They're <laughs> <laughs> making sure you know that going yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it feels like that. Like They're just trying to be like, don't worry. It's not going to turn into something super dark or super inappropriate for children or something. But they don't, or fo- just, I don't know. focus on the meaningful parts of the movie. Yeah, that was the thing that got me about the trailer, too. It was like, it's, it, it feels like it's cut by a man who, like, not necessarily hasn't seen the movie, but is like, oh, it's just like, we want to get, like, silly. It's just like, yeah, it, they might make it. Silly funness. But exactly. Who misunderstands like, the target demographic and yeah. who, like. Like, Doesn't I can understand trying to make it seem like a fun, happy, like, ha-ha film. I mean, it is. Like, but, it yeah, because it is. But also, like, you think they could have at least included the scene where um, her professor, whose name I don't remember, turns Cameron. around. Yeah. No. The, the girl. Oh, the, the Yeah, the there's jump to conclusions. Um, when she turns around and is like, if you're going to let one guy ruin your life, you're right. not the woman I thought you were. Yeah. That would yeah. Be like, they could have done that. That doesn't really give away anything. There were a couple, yeah, there were a couple of things that like, like the admissions video thing is just cut down to like shots of her in her bikini and yeah, one guy's yeah. being like, she was in a Ricky Martin video as if like those were her only qualifications. Right. Um, they didn't include the part where she's like, as president of so-and-so and this and this. Because she, she has the genuine, I mean yeah. like that video is supposed to be kind of funny because she's still like not quite in that she, world she yet. It like, but yeah. it's balanced with substance too. Yeah. Right. And then there's a, also there's that cut of Elle raising her hand in class and the professor standing in front of the words diminished capacity on the chalkboard, uh, which I thought was funny. But also, like, that's not really the point. Like, Elle is really smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, or even, I don't know. Did they show the scene in the movie where she was, like, jumping to try to reach the book? Yes. Because, well, like, it looked like she was, like, approaching it, like, from a slight run and from the side trying to reach it. I know she couldn't reach it, and then she had to ask the tall guy to get it Well, she doesn't her. ask him, though, because she's jumping and trying to get it herself, and then he, he, he just helps, comes and, and helps her. It's yeah. supposed to be, like, they're accepting her, and, like, they aren't... I just don't remember her, like, anymore. jumping as much. But it just... <laughs> yeah. No, it oh. just seems more like of all the scenes you could have included, you included, like, the, the one second one of her being like, oh, I'm struggling to reach this book, a basic everyday thing, like... Yeah, see, the trailer goes out of its way to further strip her for qualifications. And yeah. Unless it's trying to be like, then you see the movie and surprise, she's mm-hmm. qualified. I don't know. Yeah, the trailer also has like a seventh tagline almost. No. Like, 
a comedy about knowing who you are and showing what you've got, which is actually like kind of the most accurate of them. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. Like you couldn't like put that on the DVD, maybe. It's but, better um, than it's blondes general. do have more fun. It's true, but it's also it's also funny because like there's not really much of a movie if Elle isn't actually like really brilliant and works her ass off to get what she wants. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no. I guess I was sort of imagining it like this is like like a dumb version of a different movie it could have been where there's like a comic mix-up where like Elle Woods like legal wonderkind. And Elle Woods, the sorority girl, get their application switched or something. And, like, she gets into Harvard because she's... But, like, you know, she has all the extracurriculars. She has a 4.0 GPA. She, like, nailed her LSATs and everything. The way, like, any non-legacy person gets into Harvard. And one of the best things about the movie is the way that it lets her have those qualifications, but doesn't invalidate the things that would make her the silly blonde like mm-hmm. comedy protagonist like it, it like it no. it lets that be a part of her personality without mm-hmm. and it doesn't show her else. trying to be like okay i'm gonna like get serious i'm gonna stop wearing so many bright things right. or make my room more boring instead of having that beach thing whatever was on the wall and the like pink fuzzy yeah. phone yeah like she still Kleenex box. has all the stuff that she <laughs> likes she isn't trying to like change herself to fit in which i appreciate yeah. They're not like, see, in order to make it and be taken seriously, you can't like fun things. Exactly. You can't be too feminine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to know more about first impressions. Guess I was surprised that there was a murder. That wasn't, that wasn't it. Like, I guess like structurally it sort of makes sense. Cause like by that point, like hopefully everybody's realized that Warner sucks. Like he's always sucked, but Elle is like kind of like after the party, she's like totally done with him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, like, there needs to be something else at stake going on. So, like, having this murder case, that's the thing that makes sense. And also, like, lets her show off her abilities and stuff. But she's not still going after Warner by that point. There needed to be some other, like, oh, yeah. this, there needed to be more stakes going on. But, yeah, I didn't I didn't realize there was a murder in Legally Blonde. Yeah, that's the thing nobody it. tells you about. I had a friend who... Didn't see Legally Blonde until a few years ago, and uh-huh. a friend, another friend, and I casually said something about the murder case, and he was like, "There's a murder in Legally Blonde." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like the crux of the that's 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 the most legal the, the action thing that they're working seen. on. Yeah, that's the murder case where it all pays off." And it was very funny to see him not understand that it's not all bikinis and hot tubs. There's a murder. Oh, Just something so that I, I realized while I was thinking about it earlier that um there's no there's no kiss between her and Emmett. There is not for no. for a comedy. Like cause there's the kiss at the beginning with Warner. Mm-hmm. It felt like there should have been one at the end. But there wasn't. No. And that's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. fine. I mean like it I would mean, have satisfied like the cheesy part of me to be right. like, there's the kiss. Mm-hmm. But I also respect that there's not because they work so hard to put L not like on a pedestal for Emmett, but he clearly loves her, yeah. not for her looks. And he spends right. time defending her and having faith in her. Mm-hmm. And so it's really nice to see him admire her from a distance and to see that relationship evolve but never take precedence over Elle's journey. I think it's also good that they didn't, just because coming from spoilers to anyone who hasn't seen it, 
Callahan hitting on her and then Warner at the end going up to her and being like, let's get back together. I think if Emmett had tried to like kiss her or done anything like that at the end of the movie, it would have been like, you are the same as the other two leading men in this movie who are trash. And so I think it was just another like leaving it as him just liking Elle for who she was and appreciating her and not trying to do anything. Yeah, I can see that. Though there's also... Like at the end, when we skip ahead two years later, and they've been dating for two years, uh-huh. like there could have been a, like a graduation, like oh, those were that scene was filmed separately. What did you know that? More <laughs> fun facts that I know. <laughs> that scene was filmed separately. That's why, like, when they show looking out at the crowd, they don't really show Reese Witherspoon. Oh. They show the back of her head, mm-hmm. and even like the close-ups, her head is cut off because I think she had dyed her hair. When did Walk the Line come out? That was like two thousand five. I don't know, she had dyed her hair or she had cut it or something, so they had to put a blonde wig on. Oh. Because Elle Woods is not Elle Woods without her blonde hair and legally blonde. Yeah. So that scene was filmed separately, which is why she wasn't actually, like, interacting with anyone. She was just at the podium. On Aha. facts. Things you learn. Three, three to two. Three to two. I'll come back. <laughs> and that's why in the second movie, though, uh, they're planning their wedding. Okay. So if you want some L. Emmett romance, watch that one. There's also dog romance. Okay. Well, dog dog romance, maybe a little bit. We'll talk about Bruiser in a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting to it. The music is also, like, really catchy. I've had It's a Perfect Day stuck in my head for, like, two weeks now. As you should. I'm really glad you said that. I really like the end song, too. Yeah. Did you guys yeah, ever see that line of the cheeseburger on the windshield? <laughs> no. I'll find it. Keep going. But it's set to that song, and it's so good. Those were those were like just some of my initial impressions. I also wanted to ask you about like what it was like to rewatch the movie. Wait, hold I on. Guess I we'll found start it. with. <laughs> We're gonna watch it real quick. <laughs> okay. It's actually slightly longer. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Just Is that? that? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear that song, I think it's a on the windshield. <laughs> okay, that's all. <laughs> okay. It's my contribution. Thanks, Kristen. Everyone, look it up. <laughs> I just You're typed crying in, now. <laughs> I just typed in, it's a perfect day, cheeseburger. <laughs> you knew exactly what you were looking for. Oh, that algorithm. So what was it like rewatching them? How many times have you seen the movie? Yeah, it's hard to count because both of my older sisters liked it a lot. But the one mm-hmm. who was closer in age, I remember she liked it like more than the other one so she would watch it frequently Mm -hmm. so i can't really separate the times that she watched it and i happened to be in the room Uh versus like when i watched it versus because so many people except you have seen it being like let's watch legally blonde okay but like somewhere in the more than 10 probably at least 10 i'm guessing in the 18 years it's been out oh it's a legal adult now it is legally Blonde adult. Legally blonde adult. Yeah. Yeah. That was a stretch. It's fine. So when when was the last time you saw it, like, previous to two weeks ago? Probably two or three 
Okay. And it's been a while. Like, there's, like, I don't like watch it all the time yeah. on repeat, yeah. but like I watch it I wasn't it like regularly. accusing you. <laughs> like, it's also one of those movies where like, yeah, I don't know when I last watched it, but it's one of those like when it's on TV, I'll be like, oh, Legally Blonde is on. And then I probably will pick that over other things. Okay. But I'm guessing, I don't know, like two years. Okay. Um, and so, so what was it like seeing it again? Especially like, was it different seeing it knowing that I had never seen it before? I mean, it's always like that when you're watching a movie you really like with someone who hasn't seen it. You're like, uh-huh. this part's coming up and I'm excited, but I can't give away with right. my body language that I'm excited. <laughs> you just had to for this sit part. there, like, aggressively, like, act still natural. And I can't look at him because no. <laughs> that will give it away. Yeah. If I try to be, like, leaning over, looking, seeing your reaction, that's, that's a giveaway. Yeah. Gotta, gotta keep it and cool. And I feel like you can't point out the iconic lines when they happen. I wanted to do that after like every single one <laughs> or to just repeat it because uh-huh. you can, but I felt like that would be weird. I felt like you just had to know. You had to feel it in your soul. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this one didn't have like a specific moment I was really excited for you to get to. Mm-hmm. Nothing that really like turned the movie on its head or anything like, oh man, I wonder if he knows Warner's going to break up with Elle because you'd probably figure that out. It's not like a super huge twist. Mm-hmm. Everyone was setting up the proposal so hard that right. a breakup was almost the only thing that could have happened in yeah. that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more like I was excited to see what you laughed at. Mm-hmm. And there were so many... It's not necessarily a guffaw laugh out loud movie. It's like mm-hmm. a quietly funny, like that is amusing type movie. Uh-huh. So I was excited to see which small amusing type parts appealed to you. And it's especially fun showing men because like... I feel like men get just really squirrely about liking. Like, a lot of the jokes are so... Help me with this. You I know don't quite know what you're going for. Like, like, um... Help you. <laughs> come back to me. Okay. <laughs> no, but it also was fun just because, again, like, seeing this as a female who... And it, like, stars Elle, and it is, mm-hmm. like, promoted as a movie for women, air quotes... Mm-hmm. And, like, most of my friends, and obviously my sisters being female, it's just like, haha, a male perspective on Legally Blonde. And it doesn't count because, like, yeah, my dad has seen it, but that's because he had three daughters who were sure. like, we're going to watch Legally Blonde now. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's just fun to see how other people react. I thought it was funny, though, because, like, I kept saying, and Hallie would ch- or chirp in being like, ha, I really like her shoes. Those are nice. And then at the end, you're like, I feel like watching movies must be different if you're <laughs> See, it, yeah, it's, it seems like that, like when Warner is 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 driving next to her and she doesn't want to get the yeah, car, mm-hmm. and he's like, you'll ruin your shoes. And she goes, okay. Like, that's a joke because she's been so not into it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then it's her shoes that matter. And then, like, the fact that she goes to get a mani-pedi um, when she, or specifically a manicure, she yeah. doesn't really get a pedicure, when mm-hmm. she's upset, yeah. and she, like, drives across a lane of traffic to get in there. Like, those are, like, heightened funny things that mm-hmm. kind of run the risk of, like, women. Women are so right. crazy and irrational. But, like, the the movie does enough to make Elle serious that you can just yeah. let those be jokes. Like, those are just things that Elle likes uh-huh. and yeah. as important. So it's always interesting to see men respond to those jokes. To mm-hmm. see if they are, like, that's just the thing Elle that's likes just... versus, like, God, women right, are Right, to see awful. if they're laughing, like, this is a good character-based <laughs> joke. Or if uh-huh. they're, like, women. With like, her or at her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I should say, I can appreciate Elle's outfits. The ones that are like 
worth appreciating. Not like that weird robe thing. That weird robe thing <laughs> it was looks very cozy. It but I can't I can't like watch it and be like, oh, I wish that I could wear that dress. <laughs> I mean, you could. I, I couldn't pull it off. You don't have off. to say, like, I wish I could wear it. You could just be like, those are nice. Like, when I liked, um, yeah. but, like, I, earrings. But it's like, I, I don't watch it and, like, imagine myself. Like, I don't, I can't get that. And then, like, all of Warner's clothes are stupid. And, like, I have one thing that bad. caught me off guard was because I've seen this multiple times and I've seen Clueless multiple times, but I did not realize how close his outfit was to what Christian and Clueless wears. This means nothing to I've you. I've never you seen Clueless. Seen <laughs> but he wears like a very similar thing. And I was, it just made me think like, was that actually a popular look? Like, were you like a cool guy if you wore, when he shows up to her house to pick mm-hmm. up for the day? Right. Mm-hmm. Is that like a cool look? It just made me think. Of I've, 2001 fashion all over again, okay. and how it should mostly stay in the past. Need, yeah, needs some, need some work. Found myself liking Elle's outfits less than I have in the past, but yeah. there's a certain pleasure in also not liking movie outfits. <laughs> I would never wear that. That would look better with this. What's your best outfit in the movie? Um, I like the uh, the pink dress she wears when she shows up in court. I like Ooh. that as like a movie costume. It's iconic mm-hmm. and it's bright and it's fun, but I wouldn't wear it. What she's wearing when she says happy people don't kill their husbands. That's it. Nice like the oh, with the, like the black thing. And she's got yeah. like the collar. Yeah. That collar going on. Her hair looked super nice in that too. Yeah. Elle's hair, I think, is more impressive than the outfits. Elle's yeah. hair is always mm. Because she can also pull off the 2001 bad outfits. Yeah. So even if it's, like, not good, she can pull it off, but her hair consistently looks amazing. It's not like you're looking at it and thinking, like, yikes, bad 2001 hair, like her friend who had all the clips in. My sister had those, and I was like, ooh, dark times. But um, I don't know. I like that, but I don't know if that's my favorite outfit of hers. I like the dress she wears on her date with Warner when she gets broken up with. I like that. But I also really like the blue. Like, I don't like sequins, but I liked the blue dress. Oh, that she was with trying the sequins on. that she was yeah. trying on. Because it looked nice on Isn't her. Isn't that the one that I said I liked and you said no? No. I thought that was. It was like, I, I love remember. sequins. I hate sequins. I, I love, love sequins. that dress was very bright and Elle made it look good. What was, oh, you already said it. I was about to be like, what was your favorite look? But we covered yeah. that. Is there anything that, like, particularly makes you go back? Like, when you're like, I want to watch Legally Blonde, like, what is it about it that makes you want to go back to it? The music. The music? Definitely, yeah. I like the music, and I think the montages are just good and fun. Like, mm-hmm. I really like the um, Watch Me Shine montage. That's my favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I used to want the orange laptop that she buys. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I specifically amazing. wanted the orange laptop. I just thought yeah. it was fun. It's a good one. Yeah. I think... One, it's like all the fun quotes because you just get to sit there and be like, oh, now this one's coming up. Uh-huh. But I think it's going to sound like maybe cheesy, but just Elle working really hard to get what she wants. And then when she realizes Warner is trash and she's going to do this for herself, I'm like, yeah, you need a good feel good movie of someone being like, you are worth it. And Warner sucks. All the Warners <laughs> yeah. of the world suck. It's, it's just, just like, yeah. it just makes you feel good. Yeah. And especially because she doesn't have, like, that super romantic moment with Emmett at the end. It's not a, like, romance will make you happy. That's the yeah, answer to yeah. all of these. You feel okay being like, oh, I love Luke so dreamy without, like, making that the focus of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can get it all with Legally yeah. Blonde. It's, it's the all, whole all package. All the things. All the things. Yeah. 
So there were, I had a couple other like discussion questions. If you want to get into, want to get into that. No. Okay. <laughs> this is where the podcast is going to get maybe a little bit book clubby. Okay. So a lot of the movie is sort of focused on like different kinds of intelligence, like book smarts versus like world smarts or like, you know, like Elle's world being that of like fashion and being in society, mm-hmm. which are sort of seen as less serious. That's the thing that like everybody keeps talking about. Mm-hmm. And she's like super knowledgeable about that world too. Like, like when the, scene when they tried to the sales lady, take yeah. The yeah. Shows, shows that person up. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. 24/7. But I was curious, like watching it again, cause I've seen it twice now, like what you're trying to get at with seriousness in the movie is it like the opposite of fun and like what is what's what's the movie trying to say about the difference between seriousness and fun if that is the opposite of it and what is fun and why is it not smart i think probably a good middle of the road person because i think you know they show l having her like fun moments but also her very smart ones but i think it's also saying that yes she's very smart but like the world sees her as very not smart and Mm -hmm doesn't care about those things. And then we are supposed to see, like, God, Vivian, that's her name, Vivian and all her professors and everything as, like, yes, they're very smart, but they're not fun. They're, like, almost borderline mean or they just are mean. Mm-hmm. I think Emmett is the good middle of the road because he very clearly is smart. He has, like, the position that he has in Callahan, mm-hmm. or he's, like, Callahan's right-hand guy. But then he sits down and he talks to Elle, and she's like, oh, I had this professor, and they were the worst. And yeah. he's like, yeah, okay, so here's a couple tips. And he, like, jokes with her. And they joke in the car and stuff. And yeah. I think they're trying to almost not invalidate Elle, but I think if they tried to say, like, oh, she is too silly getting those manicures or something like that, I think they, you could argue that Emmett is a good middle of the road and that he, like, has fun and accepts the fun sides of Elle, but he also is, like, the smart, studious boring without being mean so so you would say that it's well so you would say that emmett is like the ideal balance of that in the movie i'm not saying there should be an an ideal balance (laughs) i don't want to say that like this is the correct kind of smart Uh uh-huh but i think that if because they like everyone's at harvard everyone clearly has a certain level of intelligence but i think Mm -hmm. the way that they're portrayed l is kind of dumb though obviously we learn that she's not and then all the professors as just uptight. Emmett never really comes across that way. Mm-hmm. So I think they're trying to show that that's like the good, perfect balance. I don't even know if that answered your question, but that's just what I was thinking. No, no, yeah. Saying it. Serious to me. Well, so serious is like Vivian when she's like, hmm, well, turns around with snoopy answers. Yeah, so they set Vivian up almost as the ideal level of serious because Warner says, I need to marry someone serious. Right. I'm going to mm-hmm. be center by the time I'm 30 and then he's engaged to Vivian. But Vivian yeah. also becomes Elle's friend at the end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without really changing herself at all. Yeah. Vivian just becomes more aware of everyone else around her. And she also accepts it. Elle. And she's yeah. like, she sees Bruiser and is like, oh, keep talking. Yeah, yeah that's like that sweet move when shut her out. With the dog. And when they're like bonding over mm-hmm. Warner being a, a doofus. And then asking them to get coffee. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's great. So like it serious to me seems to be almost taking yourself too seriously. Mm. Like we never okay. really see Vivian lighten up or anything, because again, she doesn't have to change any mm-hmm. part of herself to accept the fun side of Elle. Mm-hmm. We just never get a scene where Elle like teaches someone to lighten up 
which makes me feel like fun to them isn't necessarily like mm -hmm. the opposite of serious. Mm -hmm. It's just allowing yourself to be not like that all the time. So for instance, the, um, I can't remember snap. the bend and snap and I can't remember the, the female professor's name. I cannot, it's God. driving me crazy. Um, but she's wonderful. And because the scene where Elle is like, I'm going to go home, Callahan hit on me, and she turns around and she's in like the yeah. hair dryer mm -hmm. or whatever. She's yeah. like, you're not the girl I thought you were. Like you see this serious person, pinnacle of professionalism and etiquette and wit and grace. Mm -hmm. Also in a manicure salon is yeah. Professor Stromwell. Stromwell. Which I would not have guessed. Yeah. Like, it seems to me that they're saying she also is like the ideal level of balance because you would never have thought that she did like that she goes like to get, beauty gets salon her hair done. and yet she does and she's flawless and wonderful and I love her. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was thinking that there is some sort of like gendered component about it too, because like nobody, nobody ever accuses like Warner of not being serious, but he's like out playing football with people yeah. and like, you know, He's and there's all like the the other frat guys, which like I don't know if that necessarily counts. Like if they're not serious. Well, like but... Elle asks for a social events calendar, and the guy looks yeah. at yeah. her. Mm -hmm. But then they're playing football. Then it's not like a party or anything. Yeah, it's but just like people outside, but still they're it's... gathering. And then there's there's that Halloween party. Yeah, like mm -hmm. people do things. Yeah, but it's true. not even like they have to say like Toka Party Tuesday night. Like it can just say. Football game with people. Maybe mean is like yeah. it'll be a very nice time instead of like it'll be off the hook. Yeah. So like the party itself is yeah. also serious and not. I think, a I think it would party. be it would be wicked or maybe bitchin in two thousand one. That's true. I love the word bitchin. <laughs> That's one of my favorite adjectives. No, but I think yeah, it's like that that balance though because they're showing people in in the law world versus else world and how they can come together. And it um so the scene when she's getting off. When she first arrives at Harvard, mm -hmm. um, fun fact, uh, the <laughs> producers and creative staff made sure that no one else in that scene, I think it, the whole of Harvard was blonde because they wanted sure. Ellen mm -hmm. to be blonde. And everyone's in very muted, dark colors, yeah. like blacks mm -hmm. and grays and navies and stuff. And Elle is in her like Malibu Barbie outfit or whatever. So it does seem to put stock in appearances as well. And mm -hmm. that might just be a film thing because film is visual, sure, so right. it relies on, you know, wardrobe and like visual cues mm -hmm. to get its symbolism across. But it does also seem like people take it more seriously in scenes where she is in like a pencil skirt or like mm -hmm. a nice outfit That's that true. isn't a weird Instead of that outfit. Weird robe yeah. thing. Where she's clearly just trying well, she's trying too hard. She's trying she's, she's taking trying herself too seriously. Yeah. Which is different than having faith in yourself. And, like, mm -hmm. taking yourself seriously enough to allow yourself to succeed instead of to never try. Like, her parents didn't want her to in the beginning, where they mm -hmm. were like, that's for serious people, and you're not right. serious. Were they British? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Law school is for people who are boring and ugly and serious, <laughs> is what Elle's dad says. Yes. I wrote that down. But, like, the only true representations of fun we get at the movie Validates is at the beauty salon. Yeah. So it mm -hmm. does seem really tied to appearances, which is a gendered component, mm -hmm. again. But even then, again, it is like an appearance thing because it's at the beauty salon, but like, I want there to get her nails done to feel better. It's true. It's like, and we never like see her nails either. They no. never draw attention to the nails. And like, they're not saying like, you have to like, 
look better for people to take you seriously. That's never it. That's just where she goes for an activity that makes her feel better. She meets Paulette. They become yeah, friends. It's almost they like, show the bend and snap. That's just people having fun at the salon. Yeah, and it almost it lets vanity be fun too. For mm-hmm. fun, like that's doing things to make you feel better mm-hmm. and to make you look better because that will make you feel better. And the bend yeah. and snap is all about like getting a dinner invitation. You'll yes. look really good bending and snapping. So there might be some kind of See, I don't want to say vanity because that word is inherently coded as mm-hmm. as a negative thing. But like self pride, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's okay also if you don't, because like Vivian again never changes her appearance mm-hmm. to uh, to Match. represent that like she's good now. She just mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I was really curious about like the the sexuality aspect of it, just because it felt like. I don't know. There's another line that when she's saying goodbye to Paulette, she says, all people ever see when they look at me is blonde hair and big boobs. No one is ever going to take me seriously. And just how I was, I was curious if like, that's a part of it too. Like female sexuality equals is just like for fun. Just like that's, it seems like that was sort of why Warner was dating her is because she was a pretty blonde. You can't have beauty and brains. Yeah. Sort of mm-hmm. seems to be what it, the movie is saying. Of you course, can't you can't show up in the playboy yeah, right. bunny outfit but like, at exactly, the costume yeah. party. Yeah. You can't be a serious law student. Right. Yeah, but men like Warner are the ones who are saying yeah. you can't have both. Mm-hmm. But even then, it is another thing where, like, she mentions it, and obviously her being blonde and having her fun technicolor, not quite, uh, everything is, like, a part of it. But also it isn't, like, again, super sexuality or like super appearance based like they never show Ellen like super tight fitting low cut revealing things the bunny yeah. costume is the only she, thing and and she's in her bikini too but that's yeah, just a swimsuit yeah. that's just what women wear to swim oh, yeah it's hot up. but like it's shot in a way it's something else I and wanted to talk about in a minute yeah, like, yeah it, it's, it's just shot in certainly a way, but yeah. also yeah she never dresses overtly yeah. sure sexually mm-hmm. yeah yeah. She could if she wanted. Power to her. Power to her. Yeah. But that was something else I wanted to talk about. There were two women wrote the script for it, but it was directed by a man um, who actually, it was the director's first film. Oh, um, yeah. Barring there was, he had done a short film called Tiziano Buberini, oh. which I watched. Okay. Um, it's a musical comedy about a woman who works at a supermarket and has like a slight mustache. And all of her problems are solved when she just like covers it up. That's, okay. That's the. So wait, she covers up the mustache, not getting rid of it. She like there's some one of the other workers at the supermarket. Like yeah. they all sort of don't like her because um, okay. she's she's dreaming. She she she's she daydreams a lot and has like these elaborate fantasies and like mm-hmm. there's lots of like little musical numbers. Okay. But um, one of them introduces her to some sort of like cosmetic product that she can put on and like make it so it doesn't look like she yeah. has a mustache I and mean, if she wants to keep it that's fine i just feel like, like covering up a mustache would be harder than just removing it yeah i don't know it was some like, sort of like did not work it, when it looked like it was some sort of like dye or something mustache. just so like it would it would make it, it it rather than like dark it would just like normal face hair or like f- like face fuzz. face fuzz yeah okay anyway but I, I was definitely watching it the second time and paying attention to the shots. And there's definitely sort of a tension between like 
Elle is really hot. Like, look at her body with these, like, checkout shots that are, like, start. there's a lot, like, like start at her feet and then kind of, like, whoa, yeah. look at, look at Elle okay. versus, like, everything else the movie is about. And I was wondering, like, how much that had to do with, like, this, the particular director or if. I think some of them, you could argue, like, for example, when she arrives in court, I think that's more of a, Mm -hmm. like, surprise, it's Elle who's going to run this case. That feels like a well-intentioned, we need the dramatic effect of the upshot. But the one where she gets to the school for the first time, I can definitely see. Especially because her pose is like this instead of, like, I'm ready to do legal stuff. Right. I don't know if one of them is also before her date with Warner, but I think that one you could also argue she thinks she's about to be proposed to. So she's sure. like trying she's to look She's spent nice, all day shopping yeah, yeah. her dress. Getting yeah. ready, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, like her showing up at Harvard, you don't really, really yeah. need that. I was just curious about like the male gaze. I've heard, and I obviously I haven't, I haven't seen anything. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. But Wonder Woman, directed, Wonder Woman, directed by a woman, one of my friends said it, it was like really surprising to watch because it's just completely devoid of like the male gaze. Mm. Like there's no like, you know, here's one of the most attractive women in the world, but there's never any shots that like linger on her and like Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I remember There are definitely some lingering shots. Yeah. About Wonder Woman I know this is not legally blonde. It's but fine. like I brought it up. About Wonder Woman is her like I don't know if you have you seen her Wonder Woman costume, like the most recent one? Probably. I don't know, but there's like a little part that like comes up on her sternum that I don't know, is like an eagle or something. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a point, it, it's something. But then there's another, so that's just like her Wonder Woman costume. And there's a scene where she's laying on the ground. And so the camera angle is almost like here, mm-hmm. but it is clearly focused like on her face. You can tell that they're doing that angle because she had fallen on the ground, not because they were like sexualize this. And then it was just nice having that little thing there because they could have clearly gone for the boob shot. Mm. And it was just a female being like, nah, this scene is about the scene, not like, Gal Gadot, you're stunning. Let's focus on your body. And I just appreciated that. Because I remember watching that in theaters being like, they had so many opportunities where they could have shot things like that. Mm -hmm. And they did not. That's definitely true for Wonder Woman. But because Wonder Woman is like the only movie doesn't do that i'm so used to the male gaze sure the defunct as what as what we get so i haven't considered legally blonde in terms of the male gaze i mean i sort of have in the sense that her worth and the fact that she can't do things is tied into she is attractive sure um Mm -hmm. but i don't know if it like like on the one hand it's empowering because, like, look, despite the fact that she's underestimated by all these people and that she is subject to the male gaze, she succeeds. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, it's like she could do that without the male gaze. So right. get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Like when she was laying out on the court, although she was trying to, like, attract Warner, and that's what Warner was into. But I was going to say, while she was laying out on the field, all the guys were playing football. Mm-hmm. I think she had on like a bikini top, yeah. and then she had something yeah. over that. So even weird. then, they didn't show like they didn't try to sexualize that too much. Or when she was working out, I feel like that could have been them being like, "Oh, tight-fitting clothing, sweaty body." I don't know stuff like that. And it was just like, no, I was just on the elliptical, studying, <laughs> yeah, being a hardworking student. So I think it could have been worse than it was but i'm sure. sure if i went back and i watched it again because uh-huh. again mm-hmm. like hallie said 
so used to male gaze being the default setting that you yeah. just kind of get used to it unless it's over the top. Yeah. It would be curious yeah. to if they like remade it with a woman director, like yeah. how it would be different. I'd be interested in that. Yeah. yeah. They're making a third one, so we'll I see who they are. is directing that. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, I had I had a really boring thought about like why is Elle in love with Warner? And why is Vivian in love with Warner? Like he sucks. He's the okay, worst. Warner sucks. <laughs> and su- we know and like from the very first scenes in the movie, it's like it's clear to the audience that like this is a guy who sucks. It's <laughs> true. But we mentioned this, I think, after we watched it, because we were like, mm-hmm. why did they ever want Warner? Mm-hmm. But then they do have the scene like where she's trying to join the study group. And mm-hmm. he clearly is not with her. He's with Vivian. Like, everyone knows this. And she was like, well, like, we can fit her in. And I guess you could argue that maybe he still is trying to, like, keep Elle as an option or something like that. I yeah. don't know. But he isn't, like, like he's not with her. He could have mm-hmm. clearly been like, uh, no, we're full. Leave. Bye. Right. So I believe he has nice moments. They just don't <laughs> outweigh all of his terrible I mean, ones. Well, you know, it's terrible because we're coming at it from outside, and... We're supposed to know that he's garbage. Like, I'm trying to find a nice way to say that women settle all the time, (laughs) but I don't have a nice way to say that. Women settle all All the the time, time. and then you don't realize how bad the person you were with was until you were out of that relationship, and you're like, God, what was I doing? They sucked. (laughs) Like... And I think that Elle probably thinks that to herself sometimes. Like, God, Warner was such a douche. Why was I with him for so long? And Vivian probably thinks, why was I engaged to him? Yeah, I think once Elle got past the point of, like, I need to impress him again, trying to get him back because she thought that's what she wanted, then Mm -hmm. she was like, oh, no. Seeing him for his true colors. Like, when he's like, yeah, throw Brooke under the bus, save yourself. Warner seems the epitome of men who are like nice and then you start to get feelings and then you just kind of like they'd have to do something very very yeah outrightly terrible they gradually to get, to get bad mm-hmm. and so, so like, you don't notice it at first it just sneaks on like, in like so your, your blinders are off like yeah. you just you get so used to the microaggressions that he clearly exhibits yeah. that because he's terrible <laughs> um like he's terrible regardless of underestimating Elle and not valuing her as a person but like when you're used to somebody you just start you you get used to them like it's like the male gaze like we're used to the male gaze Mm -hmm. in film so we don't think about it Warner's the worst but I can see how like they could have met under the right circumstances that appealed them to each other more than maybe other circumstances may have led them to we're going way too into this (laughs) but it's fine no it's (laughs) like I have a lot of feelings. I wanna, I wanna talk about it. I wanna just, talk about your feelings. Like, Warner's just someone you don't realize sucks until you're like yeah. a distance away from them. I think, yeah, because at first, if it was supposedly Elle just like having fun in college and not taking things seriously, and Warner probably saw this as this is my fun time in college where I don't have to be serious before I go to law school, mm-hmm. it probably was just like two attractive people who like each other, so obviously they're going to be nice to each other. I hope. And so then they just kind of, like, bond over... They probably had, like, the same events that they went to. Yeah, like football games and parties. Yeah, stuff 
like that. I don't know. I didn't yeah. do those things in college. <laughs> but <laughs> they probably had like enough similar things and enough in common and they were probably like nice enough and funny enough to each other that it worked at first and then yeah, he just gradually got awful. And it's easy for him to make one dumb comment her to be like, Oh well, he's upset about something yeah. because women do that all the time. And then it just gets and we realized how not good Warner is, yeah. but it was under the original circumstances of like fun, young, in college, similar mm-hmm. activities. They're just thrown together and it's good, but it's not. Yeah. It was also like 18 because she's a senior in college. So It'd be like 22. Some, That's what I meant. She's like 12. <laughs> she's young. Is that as young as you a senior in college? I had to think about ages and where they go for a minute. <laughs> like, no, but if she meant like maybe they met at 18. I'm like, they possible. Have, like she's young enough that like, sure. you know, you just, you just, you just make mistakes. Yeah. yeah. It, it could be her first serious relationship. And yeah. like, and her I, feelings are always a lot I deeper. Think her, yeah. He's like perfect. He's like a senator's kid. He's going to like be a senator and he's well off and it gets a little bit shallow, but we're all a little bit shallow. It's fine. <laughs> as long as we acknowledge it. Yeah, because at least with Emmett, he's not only nice sometimes. I don't even know if the study group thing is nice so much as like trying to, even at the party, he's still pretty handsy with Elle. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, is it nice? Is it just the fact that they have like history slash he's still keeping mm-hmm. an option open for and then he's like he's like ready to just like get rid of Vivian at the end after the yeah, trial he's he just like he hasn't even what? broken up with her yeah, yeah. And he's just like oh I saw like, you I saw you do this one thing one like, time it was right? so good I'm, I'm so serious that's why I can make this decision like yeah. no serious people worst. the worst yeah at least like Emmett like he's he's like thoroughly kind throughout and like believes in her and stands yeah. up for her and like and you believes know. her when she and like, Callahan yeah. It feels kind of like, um, I mean, obviously there's going to be an evolution from terrible guy to great guy because yeah. it's that kind of a movie. Sure. But also, mm-hmm. like, the evolution from dating someone who doesn't take you seriously to learning that you can be with someone who does take you seriously mm-hmm. is like... Without you having to do anything differently. Right, without you just having to go yourself. to law school to prove <laughs> yourself. Is right. Like, you happen it's to, just, she happened to meet Emma at law school. It's not that. He was only into her because... They were right. mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like that ties into why she was with Warner in the first place. You know, someone who, was, who she was expected to be with, who filled all the little requirements there. Yeah, that makes sense. I just really like Emmett. He's such a good noodle. <laughs> a good noodle. A good noodle. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I had. I we went through my list. I didn't have anything prepared. <laughs> I didn't I expect left all of that I to you. I didn't expect that. I was trying but. to think on my way here, and then I was just like, it's a good movie. <laughs> Nailed it. Nice. Analysis done. done. Do you have any other Legally Blonde facts? One of the <laughs> things that Reese Witherspoon like signed in her contract when she did this movie was that she got to keep the outfits. And so... That a while, fun. like a couple months ago, was some sort of anniversary, or maybe it was when they had announced the third one. And so she like dug out a bunch, and then it was either I think it was on Instagram. She was posting videos and pictures of her wearing the old Elwood's outfits with like iconic lines and everything. 
um, in the three. beginning <laughs> montage on her little vanity thing, there is a box of herbal essences hair herbal dye. Essences. Yeah, herbal essences. Herbal essences blonde hair dye. Which isn't so much a fun fact, it's something that was pointed out to me once by a film professor and that always stuck with me. Mm. I just figured she was like touching up highlights. Yeah, it's fine. I think that's another, like. It's not a fact, that's an observation. I'm gonna call it a fact. <laughs> it's like me being like, I don't know, I can't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an observation, not a fact. It's not like. That actually was used because Reese Witherspoon herself said she preferred herbal essences over every other brand. Like, no, it's not a thing. Not, like, quite a thing. It's an observation. Okay. No, you get, like, still... a quarter point. <laughs> no, I get a half point. I'll give you're you still, one third. You're still half a point behind Kristen, then. Which is like what that. actually matters. <laughs> okay, well, you think about that. Okay, I win. Now that I've seen Legally Blonde, what would be a good next movie for the next episode? Oh, that's right. We get to just we get to choose. I thought of this earlier. So would it be something that would be in the same vein or something like very different? Well, my first thought is I was like, this should be Mean Girls next, but I don't know if that's like not too similar, but like shake it up maybe. Let's shake it up. Shake it up. I don't remember what else is on the list. Bring it up. Really long list. list. I wanted to watch Ratatouille so badly. Almost died. <laughs> Someone tweeted, where was the rat who's good at my job? <laughs> I want to be Ratatouille. I always vote Shutter Although, Island because I love Shutter Island. How does your Dragon doesn't feel as solidly established in like the pop culture canon mm-hmm. just because it's still relatively new? Yeah. Yeah. I heard someone was talking about the third one and were like, now that the third one is out and is also great, it's like actually like one of the best trilogies that's come out in recent memory or something. That's a good one. We had a whole discussion about the third movie. We had like a deep analysis. <laughs> yeah, we didn't like the third one that much. Oh, it was okay. it wasn't bad. It was it like a lot of it. things were like half baked that if they had spent 20 more minutes on the movie and in that 20 minutes like divvied up the time to further explain or carry out x y and z, it would have like topped it off better. Yeah. Okay. It just wasn't like I wouldn't call it Oh my god, easy A. I like how I was like, let's do something different. Then I keep pointing out all like the fun yes. ones. You wanna Whichever do a Disney? A Disney? A Disney? A Disney. But we have like they have a subset seven A through K. <laughs> there are a lot of Disney movies on the list. So I think the most cultural impact was probably Frozen. Frozen everyone. I think Zootopia had a good impact for the themes and the time it came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't think it had the same. Like, people aren't still singing the song from Zootopia. And people aren't still dressing as Nick and Judy. But Frozen will never die. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the sequel's coming out. And the sequel's coming out. So okay. you can be prepared. We can do Frozen. Let's do Frozen. Let's do Frozen. Do Frozen. Doing Frozen. Okay. So tune in next time, and we'll be talking about Disney's Frozen. Thanks for listening, everybody.